Hey, Danny, you guys have had some real struggles in the fourth quarter this year. How much do you think Evan's skill set will just help you guys in those spots? Yeah, I think his experience um, will help, you know, his skills, his versatility, uh, you know, again, a six, seven guy that can handle the ball some, he could play some one, he could play some two, he could play some three. Um, he can play in lineups that switch one through four or one through five. Um, I think he brings a lot of versatility and he's, he's an added weapon, uh, offensive weapon. Find your dreams come true. And I wonder if you know what it means, what it means. And I wonder if you know what it means, what it means. So it was Teague too, right? Yeah, Teague, two second round picks. Thanks, Ed. At the trade, three team deal with the Wizards. Uh, Mo Wagner comes from the Bulls. Also, they got Luke Cornette, which I know nothing about. So, you don't know Cornet the Hornet, bro? No, I guess not. You have to hit, you have to tell me about it right now because you know we're, we're live. So I don't know if you know this right now, but this is a brand new episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. The Boston Celtics made a trade. I love the trade. He made, they also made a second uh, move as well. We'll get into it. Uh, there's more pieces to this thing if everyone doesn't know the whole details of this. But we want to go live for everyone to hear our instant reaction. I'm Joseph Pavone, of course, Causeway Street. Sean Dutra's here. Joel Pavone's here as well. And, you know, we're, we're hours removed. We've had enough time to digest everything, to, to go through the ins and outs. And, and as the dust clears, we're looking at a Celtics team that I, I think won at the deadline, you know. But, of course, not everyone feels that way, right? You know, some people wanted to see another player from the Orlando Magic come to the Celtics, whether it was Aaron Gordon, who was, of course, on the move today as well, whether it was the big fish that they had and, and you know, Vucevic, he was also on the move. So the Orlando Magic, it was a complete fire sell. And, of course, so they, didn't, they didn't grab the, uh, the the centerpiece of the sale, so to speak, here, of course. But they, they, they came out with something here, right? They got a 20-point score in, in, uh, in Fournier, who who I think is a good piece. But let's I'll let you guys chime in here. Let me get your reaction here. Joel, let's start with you. What, what, what's, your, what's your reaction here? Do you think the Celtics... Are you happy with what they did, or do you think that they could have went and, and, and put a, a bright deal to grab someone like Vucevic or even uh, an Aaron Gordon, who, of course, was a, a big name connected to the Celtics going into this? The fact that um, they they actually got a target that they were they were seeking, that's usually not uh, not always the case when it comes to uh, Danny Ainge. So even though it was it was only one of a, a, a one former Magic player, they got it done. And they didn't really have to give up much. I mean, obviously they used a piece of the TPE, which is it wasn't the worst thing in the world because I I believe that uh, Ainge believes that they that they can resign Evan to a long term deal after the after the uh, when we go into the off season and two second round picks. You know, Celtics got plenty of those. So Danny Ainge has always been known to like, oh, he's 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 a hard ass when trying to give up picks, but. It's not the sexiest of of trades, but I think for what the Celtics need, that's bench scoring. They came out on the on the positive end, right? And with the other moves, they went under the luxury tax. So you know any potential signing that they do for from the uh, from the buyout market, I, I don't see I don't see how the Celtics lose in that situation because at the end of the day, that's going to be a rental player, right? And I, I really think though that Evan Fournier is not going to be a rental player. 
even though most Celtics fans probably think he is. So that's my take right. on it. Well, you we got Evan Fournier, of course, coming in. Yeah, he's on an expiring deal. So he's got to prove himself. That's another piece of this. Uh, Jeff Teague is on the other end of that. So he's on an expiring deal. I mean, there's a good chance. I, I mean, if listen, we're talking about Danny Ainge here, who a couple of weeks ago or less than a week ago was on 985 the Sports Hub saying that he wasn't interested in trading for guys that are on expiring deals. Obviously, I knew going into this that's there's some truth to that, but there's also the truth to it depends on what he's given up here. Two future first, or excuse me, two future second round picks. Jeff Teague. I mean, if he doesn't re-sign, it's not the worst thing in the world because at least we can find out what this team looks like without. You know, thinking, man, they shouldn't have given up Marcus Smart, or man, they shouldn't have given up an Aaron Neesmith. Now you plug in someone like Evan Fournier uh, coming off the bench. You still have Smart. You still have Tatum. You know, Tatum and Brown have another shooter here. I mean, not the best defender, of course. Defense has has been you know lackluster to say the least for the Celtics this season. So of course, you know, he doesn't help you in that department, but that's a twenty point score. You know, she could score from forty percent from behind the arc. I mean, Sean, how do you feel about this? Do you think the Celtics is this a, is it a good thing that the Celtics didn't overpay for, or maybe some people would think it would be overpaying for someone like Aaron Gordon? Let's say hypothetically, maybe it was the Marcus Smart. That was the deal breaker. Maybe the Marcus Smart chip. If that's if the, if the Celtics go all in on that, maybe that is what gets Aaron Gordon to to Boston. You know, I'm I'm looking at what Mark Murphy wrote for the Boston Herald. He's saying that his sources tell him that the Celtics were adamant on not including Marcus Smart on any deal for the Orlando Magic, or at least for this deal for the, for the Orlando Magic or, or or the Aaron Gordon deal. Yeah, man, I I think that uh, I think that I'm glad they didn't they didn't move Marcus Smart. I'm glad they really didn't mortgage any of their core really to get a guy like you know Aaron Gordon. Um, you know, I, I don't think that that really would have would have really put you over the edge if you had to subtract something like that, right? If you could have had Aaron Gordon today without giving rid of Marcus Smart, I'm all for it, right? But if you have to give up a guy like Marcus Smart uh, and then draft capital and then, you know, or, you know, even think about giving up a guy like Robert Williams too, uh, you know, you don't you don't really want to do that. And we saw what the Bulls paid for Vucevic. That was pretty expensive. So, you know, I, I, I'm happy with 48. They barely gave up anybody. They really made it work for them. You know what I mean? I think you, you give up second round picks, which we know. And he loves his second round picks, bro. He loves them. He doesn't give them up just for no. That means he's pumped about it. He can't wait. Yo, you get twenty points per game for two second round picks. That that's and and hey, Jeff Teague pulling out for the homie Jeff Teague. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, he was balling out. It was a good week for him. Just, too. He just started the play again. It's like he realized, oh shit, they're gonna cut me. You know, in the past <laughs> couple of days, or I throw me in a trade. Like trade deadline's coming. I gotta prove myself. So hey. You know, uh, minimal pieces. You get a really solid piece off your bench that can come in and score. But when was the last time we had bench scoring? And a 20-point guy coming off the bench. Technically, Gordon Hayward, sort of, right? But right. really, Isaiah Thomas, and that was before he, he bloomed into what he he was, you yeah. know, what he turned into. So uh, I think this is huge. I think this last – I think if you have Evan Fournier against the Bucks last night, you clearly win that game. And I think you could say that about a lot of about the last play, and we'll get into we'll get into all that as well, as well later on. But yeah. well, we got to talk about Tice too. But I'm just saying, there's been a lot of close games that the Celtics have lost that they just didn't have that extra offensive firepower. If he can be consistent, I think we're going to see a lot of those games sort of go the other way. Yeah, I think that's a big if. I mean, I, I'm not going into this thinking that okay, 
this is instantly puts the Celtics up there with the Brooklyn Nets. But I mean, if he's able to adapt, which all the signs look like he's going to be able to, whether we're talking about his outside touch, the fact that he won't be a second or third option on this team, he's going to have a lot of open looks because of what Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown command on, you know, offensively from, from opposing defenses. So obviously, you know, he's in a good space, a good position to succeed here on this Celtics team. But let's, let's pivot to the second trade. Of course, we, you, you talked about Daniel Tice. Uh, unfortunately, the Celtics did part ways with one of their starters. Uh, money reasons, obviously, is, is, is huge here. Uh, I mean, Mo Wagner from, from, from the Chicago Bulls, three-team deal, right? Chicago Bulls, Chicago Bulls sent him over uh, uh, between the Celtics and the Washington Wizards. And now uh, Luke Cornett comes from Washington. We talked about it a little bit before Sean realized that we were live. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so the Celtics get a couple pieces there. And uh, outgoing is alongside Daniel Tice, uh, also Javante Green. Celtics uh, part ways with him as well. And I, I feel like I'm forgetting the third person here. Is that, that's it, right? Tice, Teague. Tice, Teague, Green. and, and, uh, and Javante, yeah. Javante, right. So, I mean, obviously, a bit of a log jam we've been talking about, whether it was the guys at the four, guys at the, you know, at the wing position. The biggest complaint from Celtics fans, I think, is going to be the fact that they didn't address that, right? They didn't upgrade it in Aaron Gordon. Moving forward, I, I think you were able to create, you were able to minimize that, and you still have that open roster spot. So maybe you go out and get a, a buyout candidate, and that's your roster moving forward. It's not the worst thing in the world. As Sean would put it, you like to use this phrase, right? It's uh, it's addition by subtraction. But, Joel, how do you feel about this? The fact that you, you bring in a couple more pieces here, you're not quite sure what you're going to get out of them. And on the other side, you have to say bye to Daniel Tice and Javante Green. Well, I mean, the, um, we, we know why the Daniel Tice the move happened, right? It was a, just, it was a, it was purely salary issues, right? Or, or, or to get the Celtics back under the the salary cap or the uh, luxury tax, I meant to say. So um, I don't think anyone uh, is, is assuming that Mo Wagner here is going to be a better better fit than, uh, than than Daniel Tice, right? I think this means that or at least I hope what's going to happen is that Robert Williams is going to probably be your starting center now, right? Going forward. I think it's safe to assume that when, when you better not going to be Wagner. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't, I don't Wagner, think Wagner's the uh, guy. Wagner, which, which by the way, interesting. It was like, uh, uh, Brad or someone from the Celtics was like, man, Daniel Tice missed that game when he shot, bring in another, we need another German guy. Let's go get someone out there. <laughs> a German for a German. Yes. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think there's any connection to, to him missing that last shot, but man, you, you can't help but wonder if he made it. It, it would have been even tougher to make this trade. Yeah, if because the, because that's that's, that's Brad's guy. If he I, made it though, that's hard. It's hard to part ways with someone. I can like, get like, only yeah. after you make the game winner. Hey man, pack your stuff, bro. Like, yeah, you know, they couldn't have traded him today if they got the game winner, or they, maybe they could have. This is off. off the table. <laughs> they definitely could. They definitely wouldn't have gotten Mo Wagner for him. Okay, they would have gotten someone a little bit better. Trade value would have went up to the roof. Clutch oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure hey, teams would have been calling. You see that three? You see that game winner he made, man? Give, give me some of this guy. I need yo, him yo, right now. I'm drawing up. I'm drawing up plays for fucking Tice right now. You know, watching that, watching that game winner. Yeah? The possibilities, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, but yes. Yeah, it's all about it's all about saving. Uh, so let's trying to save some money here. Yeah, and then of course you know Javante Green. He was always going to be a trade piece. You know, ever since he ever since he arrived here, it was like, oh, you know, he's got his moments. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like he was going to stay here long term. The Bulls made a shitload of moves too, so they're they're looking they're looking to try to get get into the into the postseason. So that's always uh, that's always fun for for the Bulls fans out there. But uh, for Celtics fans, 
I think the hope now going forward is that they're able to they get someone off the uh, the, the the buyout market, whether it's Lamarcus Aldridge who is reported going you know going to Miami or, or Miami's a front runner to to sign him, uh, or Andre Drummond or or even Otto Porter who was part of the uh, uh, trade earlier in the day that uh, he ended up in in, in Orlando and Orlando's going to waive him as long, and they're going to waive Jeff Teague as well so possibly waive Otto Porter not a yeah. doubt yeah well I yeah mean, Teague, it's like he's on the on the way to being being waived. Um, uh, you know how I feel about Lamarcus. You know I I would love to see him in Boston, but I mean, if you're Lamarcus, how far up are the Boston Celtics on your list of teams? You know, <laughs> let's be honest here. I I think I said this the other day, and like you checked me on it today, which is good because he's not going to a worse team. Yeah, the Knicks are a worse team. Okay. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey! What a place to come in. And make a name for yourself, right? I mean, let's face it. It's the Eastern Conference here, LaMarcus. You can be the face of change around here. And you can help this team try to get back to the Eastern Conference final. Because let's face it, that's what this is all about. You know who else is sniffing around LaMarcus Aldridge? The Miami Heat, okay? And the Miami Heat. That can also get back to the Eastern Conference finals. Yeah, that's true. Miami Heat made a huge addition today. Yeah, they did. With Victor Oladipo going to that team. If he can play... You know, if he's not injured, <laughs> if he can play, <laughs> like if he I'm, can I'm play, pretty sure they're banking that he's going to play. <laughs> that he can't well, play. I, I know he's, he's still he's, capable of playing basketball. He's been in and out of the lineup all year. He has been. And if you forget how to play the game of basketball, he's going to be a good fit. There's, there's a reason why he got traded twice now. So he's not the Victor Oladipo of like you know former you know All Star MVP candidate Victor Oladipo. But what are you getting? If you're getting a guy that can put up 22 points a night and take over quarters just with Jimmy, and now you put pair him next to Jimmy Butler. and You're, you're, you, favorite, you're favorite player. Yeah. I'm just saying, and Dragic, you, never, you know, we'll see what happens with him. If How he sort of, can he get back to the bubble Dragic? I don't know, man, but. Uh, All right. All right. That team so, got way better. That's okay, that, okay. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I agree with that. So, again, I Bring the question up. Are either one of you upset or thinking, man, the Celtics, you know, you see these other bigger names being trading teams or switching up uniforms. Are you happy? Are you thinking, man, if the Celtics were to get someone like that, it would have cost them Marcus Smart. Realistically, that's probably the case, right? I don't know if Aaron Neesmith would have, uh, you know, pushed the, pushed the trigger, pulled the trigger for an, for an Aaron Gordon trade. Let's face it. It was Marcus Smart at the end of the day. That was the deal breaker. Well, I mean, the Bulls, obviously – they gave up um, Wendell Carter in that deal, right? That was probably the big player piece. I mean, Otto Porter was probably just a throw-in. But, yeah, I mean, I both, think, the most first two-round picks is really probably what got that uh, that Vucevic deal done. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. According to, according to the Murphy source, he's saying that the, the Magic were big on, on, on Marcus Smart. I mean, let's face it, Adam, all the – you don't think that the, that's the big piece that you want? That's the sort of okay. We're, we're hitting the rebuild. We're you know we're rebuilding here. We're hitting the reset button. We need we need to we need someone to to begin a brand new culture on this team. That's Marcus Smart, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, that's, but I, I don't I don't think know. so. I don't think so because then then why give up your 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 all star? You know, pretty much for. I mean, I know Auto Porter is making like twenty eight million too, but but still, like why why would why would you give up your loan? Your lone all star and want someone like Marcus Smart to build around. Like I'm not yeah, no 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 cap on uh, Marcus Smart here, but uh, he's he's a he's a role player and even even he knows that he's a role player. So 
You're not gonna give up. A, you're not gonna give up your all star and then say I'm gonna build my my team is gonna be built around Marcus Smart. It's, it's not about, about being a centerpiece, man. It's about him having arguably the the, the best front team friendly deal in the NBA. Add that as a luxury item, whereas most all all NBA first defensive players are they cost you way more than that. And you know you have that piece for at least a couple of years. You got you can get go get another piece. You have you know uh, money to play with. You got two guys in Carter. Obviously, Carter's the, the the big piece there. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think that could have got it done. I, I think you put Marcus Smart in that deal. You, you get Aaron Gordon. I don't think you get. I don't think it gets you Vucevic, but it, it could get you Aaron Gordon. Could have gotten you Aaron. Gordon. I yeah, think but, it could have got you Vucevic. That's what I'm I'm sort of getting at. It's like yeah, we're talking Robert Williams there. Yeah, but for Aaron, but for Aaron Gordon though, like, like if this, if Ainge didn't give up Marcus Smart, hey, again, I'm not mad about it. I think the Celtics did the right thing in not doing it. But Aaron Gordon is not a. Yeah, I'm saying like if Ainge didn't give up Marcus Smart, I agree. Marcus Smart for like you know in the past, right? We're talking about like Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, you know these type of players. He's gonna give them up for for Aaron Gordon. You know, and if you do pull off that trade, don't we think a lot of Celtics uh, fans? Because they, they essentially want they wanted to see a a, a big de- a big trade happen today. Eventually, wouldn't they realize? Damn, I don't think Aaron Gordon. You know, I don't think Marcus Smart was worth like getting rid of for Aaron Gordon. No, yeah, we, yeah. it would have been saying that after the fact. After yeah. the fact, yeah, these yeah, fans yeah, they, yeah. they've had it with Marcus, man. Like in the last two to three months, I've never seen Marcus's po- popularity in the city drop the way it has. Which is well, stupid because he's been out. Been he's been out. He's and been back because he's games. really been bad at the end of games, like. And last year's playoffs, that's a big part too, but yeah. yeah. But, I mean, last year's playoffs, he was still, like, really pl- making, like, those plays that, like, oh, well, see, that's why Mark is here. You know, that he hasn't had too many of those plays this year. He, he's had a little bit of a down year, and I think it's because of the injury. I think it's because of the short start, and he almost looks a little out of shape. I know I mentioned this he has last night. He looks a little bit heavier than, than normal and, and a little slower than normal, especially on the defensive end. But, hey, you know, He'll get back into action. You know, I'm okay that we added Evan Fournier, but if you're going to, like, if you're going to grade the Celtics' performance, like, on a scale of, like, teams that really made moves and, like, like you can't give them an F, but you can certainly give them a C if if it's comparatively to what Miami did. Are you saying, are you saying like, overall, or are you saying just for a trade deadline? I'm saying for the trade deadline. Okay, because if you, because if you want a couple the offseason – I don't know if it's a C, man. I think you might. I think a C might be as good as it gets. Because if you oh, talk about oh, like, like today, today he bumped his grade up to a C. Yes. Okay. Yes, because I think now we know how. T- I mean, Teague's gone, so that's an F. That's a, Teague's an F signing. Tristan Thompson's a D minus signing, and then you got uh, you got <laughs> you got Evan Fournier. That's probably like an A minus sign or, or an A signing because that was really like you gave up nothing, right? But then, like now, yeah. But if he if he walks within the off season, you only you you gave still, I'm with, you gave I'm, I'm with Sean. You you, you, you trade no that point. you trade that for what he gave you, and yeah, you part ways with a couple of second round picks. But that's no, that's no, no. What, but that's about what happens when you get burned. That's what happens when you I'm get burned about the picking picks. up someone you shouldn't have signed. I'm not yeah, talking about picks. Out. I'm not talking about picks. I'm talking about the TPE. You used you know a good chunk of that TPE, and if he yeah. walks. <laughs> I got 11 mil. I got 11 I, mil. I, I firmly believe Danny H knows if you, you know, you make a big mud pie, you better take a big enough slice. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, TPE. He knows. He knows exactly how much slice he needs of that TPE. Get that reference. I'm laughing really hard right now. Yeah. You get that reference. Get it. But, if you know, you know. 
If you know, you know. But, you know, <clears throat> Joel, I'm still okay with it because the TPE is like this. And, and if Evan Fournier walks, you get $5 million back of the TPE, I think. Anyways, you add it on. You get another TPE. So congratulations. The Celtics TPE jersey that I'm going to freaking wear and buy, you know, <laughs> great. It'll be excellent, you know. You got, you got to put 11.1 on the back of it. I yeah, think I know, right? So wait, wait. Did you, are you banking on Ainge creating another TPE if it's like it's a sign and trade for him to go elsewhere? I'm banking on that for the offseason because, look, listen, yep. heading this, he was saying chances are he's going to use that in the offseason. It's not ideal. We knew heading into this regular season that it's better to to get rid of it at the deadline because when you're up against it, other teams are going to know you're up against it. They're going to know that thing has an expiration date and they're going to use that as leverage. So it's not ideal, but hey, if you're able to put that in, in, in you know, 11.1, maybe you bring in another big or, I mean, excuse me, maybe bring in a, a four, please. I, I, the Southern team still needs a four. And for now, going into the, you know, the rest of the season, I mean, I'm still interested to see what happens with this team and how, how everything unfolds. But of course, Heading into the offseason next year, if we're looking at, you know, big, big picture, you have to address that position somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. You have to upgrade Chevy at some point. Yes. And and if it is, if it is re-signing Evan Fournier. But shout out, shout out to Grant. Grant. Grant had a good game. We'll get more into the game right after this. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. I'm just saying, if you do re-sign Evan Fournier to like a small deal, like great team-friendly deal, awesome. But, you know, I, I just think that he's going to well, – I, okay, I'll put it this way. If teams didn't want to give up more than two second-round picks for the guy, maybe he's not as – I know it's his, his expiring deal, like we'll just get him in the offseason, but there's a lot of teams that are competing right now that could have used a guy like Evan Fournier, and they didn't feel like they wanted to give that draft capital up. So, hey, maybe maybe he's not uh, you know, the biggest free agent. Uh, he's not going to be in for a big payday, and maybe they can resign him reasonably. That's the hope, I think. But at least if – you know, if he can be the jolt that this bench needs from now until the end of the year, and forget about finals contention. That's that we can't even talk about that right now at all. But what we can talk about is making the freaking playoffs. Okay, we're we're in a tenth seed right now. So if Evan Forty Eight can get you back up into like those top four or five seeds, and you can actually you know have a chance to maybe make some noise in the playoffs and not be stuck in a play-in tournament, maybe this trade is worth it because. I mean, they should have just traded Carson Edwards, threw Carson Edwards in there too, and take Traymond, oh, yeah, take all the junk that's sitting on our bench clock yeah, and everything up. Yeah, Sean, this, this isn't fantasy basketball. I know, right? Like, like, like <laughs> teams were were begging for fucking Traymond Waters and, and and Carson Edwards. Please, they didn't work out for you, but they'll they'll definitely work out for us. Seriously, no. Nope. I'm saying like, hey, we're gonna give you two second round picks, whatever you want, and just hey, take Carson. He's a yeah, young the, guy, you know, could really no. We'll Orlando's, Orlando's trying to get rid of Orlando's trying to get yeah. rid of so, salary, and you want to add more salary. Carson for free, you know. Orlando's trying to get rid of salary, and you want to add more salary. So yeah, that's that's good. That's great. That's a great way to get rid of those guys. Yeah. This episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines.
lines anymore. Get in on the action. Now, don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Joel, go ahead. What you got? Oh, I mean, at first when I heard the uh, the rumors, the the buzz in the early morning that the Celtics were 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 working on a, a trade with Orlando, I just assumed because pretty much all week that it was going to be both Aaron Gordon and uh, Fournier. So I I I was like, oh, okay, this is actually going to get done. I don't know at what point where there was a a report that came out that Marcus Smart wouldn't be included in the deal. I was like, oh shit, even better, like. Get this, get this done as soon as possible. But then when you you hear you that, that was, <laughs> you thought that was realistic, but that was smart. Yeah, you are just equaling salary at that point. You know, you can use the TPE on one of the guys, and then the rest will be just getting rid of uh, like Sean tried to do here with uh, <laughs> Edwards and some of the yeah, exactly. Guys. So why would why would the Orlando Magic say yeah? Okay, well, well, we'll I mean, it be, came down. We'll give you two of these players for a draft pick. Yeah, but it came down to it came down to picks from 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 the Nuggets too. Like the Nuggets offered up a lot of picks, you know. We just talked about how Danny's not not one to be, you know, giving when it comes to draft picks. Period. Whether it's first round or second round, if reports come out later on that like, oh, Danny refused to give up, you know, multiple picks for Aaron Gordon, then not going to be a good look for Danny. So you think? So hold on. You think the picks and Carson Edwards and those couple of guys would have got Aaron Gordon and? And, no, I'm uh, not saying Carson Edwards. It's like it's like the guys. You could have thrown in Tice instead of doing the deal with Chicago. You could have had Tice. Could have had Javante Green. Uh, these guys are expiring contracts, and they're not like huge contracts. Yeah, and, but they're gonna want. They, they probably would have been fine. Yeah. But then Robert Williams is the is probably or 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 Marcus. I, I I do think I do agree with Sway that you know the Aaron Gordon was overpriced. And even what he went for, Joel, for Gary Harris and that's what uh, I'm saying. Like, like if he's overpriced, what was Vucevic? Like, and a first round pick, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, price. That's a big price. So even if Danny Ainge was in it, Joel, like you're saying, I don't think it was the fact that he like wasn't throwing all his pieces on the table. He just got super outbid. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm that's, not, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm Vucevic, saying, he was outbid, but I'm I think saying, Aaron Gordon. But, yeah. No, I'm saying nope. I'm saying with Aaron Gordon. I think you still could have the Celtics still had the assets to acquire Gordon, but Denver just came in and had just a better offer. That's that's just what it comes down to. All right, uh, Celtics. They, they, what was it? Twenty three point or twenty four? They were down twenty five actually at one point uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks. They came back. They got it to within one. Lost by two. Daniel Tice at the end had a. Wide open three in the corner. Man, that three looked good the whole way down. Afterwards, I'm thinking, oh, oh, it hit the back rim, so it probably didn't have a chance. But then I saw the replay. Like, no, that hit the side rim, so it didn't fall. Obviously, the Celtics uh, dropped to 21 and 23 on the regular season. Either one of you impressed by that by that comeback, even though they they came up short? No, and I'll tell you why. Because the last no minute minute and a half, <laughs> two minutes. Same. Agreed. Like. Why? Why didn't Tatum or Brown have the ball in their hands those last like two minutes of that game? That's why even me being the biggest Marcus Smart uh, champion of all time, <laughs> I got pissed at him last night. I was like, "Damn it, Marcus! What do you? You know, first off, call. Wait, hold on. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. They're not vocal enough, guys. I'm telling you. 
I think to your point, Joel, I agree. I was impressed that they didn't just say F it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was happy to see. I was happy to see. That was some old school Celtics right there. That was some old school Brad Stevens. Never give up. Doesn't matter how far we're down. Like, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. That's true. Yeah, but if, if, there, if this was when a, was the last time we've seen that? No, I, I hate honestly, it. If this wasn't I mean? the type of season, if this wasn't the type of season that that we've been seeing, like this was last season. I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. No big which deal. is which is important to see. But then at the same time, like, eh, like, well, the ending sucked, and the last, like, I, I would say the fourth quarter minus the last. Uh, Put it this way, Sean. Giannis. They didn't go off. Both were completely healthy, and that happened. Like you know, I, I don't know. That, that, that's just a lot you can digest there. But well, it's just, I just think it was a, a harsh reminder of how far apart, you know, how the the distance between the Celtics and, and the top teams, are, well, you know, the yeah, Bucks I mean, and and the, and, the, and the Nets of the, the Eastern Conference. I yeah, mean, I mean, they're just a cut above the rest. Tatum, yep. Tatum, Tatum didn't have a great game. I know he he was out on Monday, but you know when you have Jalen and, and Kemba. They were they were they were the ones that that brought the Celtics back in the second in the second half. In a, uh, you know, Jeff. well, I was about to say Jeff Teague if you let me fucking finish. <laughs> Jeff Teague as well he had a good game. <laughs> but yeah, my point is, but my, Jeff Teague is our fantasy team. That's it. So but my, that's but, fine. but my no, but my point is, so they cut they cut the lead twenty five points down to two. What happened to the ball movement that they that that got them there to begin with? That got them they got them to climb pretty much out of the hole, stick their head out. And then just say, nah, this ain't this ain't the day. Like, come on, it was better fourth quarter execution, I guess, because you got out of a a, a hole for essentially with a minute and a half left. But yeah, what happened to the rest of it? Like, what what this 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 hero ball? And and I'm not picking on Marcus Smart because this happens. This happened with others during the course of the season. But it's just you know him coming back. You know, seven games, eight games now. He's been up and down with him, even when he has good offensive nights. Where he's shooting, shooting efficiently, they don't win. So, you know, and, and he's and he's supposed to be your best facilitator at this point because Kemba's not playing back to backs. Yeah, I think it's something. I heard this crazy stat that he's shooting like eight percent in the last two minutes of the games this year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, like fourth quarter. In, out, yeah. yeah, yeah, fourth quarter in general, he's shooting like twenty eight percent, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's no, it's, it's good. It, that was that used to be the cop out, right? Oh well, you know, late, late. David, you know, down the stretch, you, he'll hit that big three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but, hey, you know what, too? This team is so frustrating, bro. Like, there's always, like, a there's too much talent on this team. And there's always a caveat. And we always see it. And you know, I was like, well, that makes And I, I'm always like, well, that makes sense. This was only the fourth game all year, or the fifth game all year, I think, that they had their top four players in the starting, in, in you know, playing together. All year. Yeah. Because even though Marcus Smart came back, Kemba's missing back-to-backs. Kemba's not right. single game. Jason Tatum misses games. You know, at four games, they've had their top four players in all year. Not acceptable to have this type of record, but you can't throw dirt on them yet. You can't. Like, and now Evan Fournier comes in. Evan Fournier, give him, give him one thing. He's been healthy, bro. He's been playing in Orlando on those shitbag teams for, like, every single game every year. This Putting up good numbers. What, ha- what happens to him on a good team? He's never been on a good team before. Well, I mean, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a page out of Ducha's book here. Yo, when 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 Fournier plays against the Celtics, yo, he's a Celtics killer. So now that you have him on your own on your roster, 
you know, let's see if that uh, that translates to uh, him catching on quickly and just and just coming here and score. Like no one's gonna no one's gonna ask him to you know play you know uh, uh, Marcus Smart type defense. We just he just needs to just come off the bench and just score. Do what he does. You know who else was a Celtics killer? Tristan Thompson. I knew you were fucking say that. <laughs> you know who else was a Celtics killer? Chris fucking Middleton. That motherfucker. He plays like yep. he's Michael Jordan every time he plays against the Celtics. It annoys the yep. hell out of me. And it seems like it seems like his buck teeth just get bigger and bigger every game, bro. <laughs> Twenty-seven points, thirteen rebounds. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see it, what happens. That would be an unlikely Chris Middleton stat line. Yep. Yeah, because in, in, a, in a game where like you you held. You held onto the Kumpo to 13 points, and and you still could have written the game. I mean, I know there was an opportunity, but still, still, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. We'll see what happens. We got a rematch Friday night at Milwaukee. Uh, the Celtics have a chance to redeem themselves. And, yeah, they'll be a little shorthanded, but I still think the Celtics could put out a, a, a statement win here, which would be, uh, you know, the second night, or not even the second night of back-to-back, but back-to-back, that, that this two game sets, you know, in Milwaukee, they split them. Hey, you'll take that, you know, and you'll see how these guys will look when the when when the when the new faces are arrive, and we'll see what when the Celtics team can can put together this continuity on the fly with what just over twenty games left to play in the season. Yeah, at this point, they can't get any worse. I feel like. Well, they can. They can get worse. Uh, yeah, they they could get worse. Yeah, yeah they, nice nice positivity there, Sean. That's, 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 that's what I was looking for. <laughs> It is the one, the one, the one, the one right. the most positive on this. Jesus, all right. Oh, you want to look ahead, bro? We can look ahead if you guys want to look ahead. Good, I can look ahead. Look yeah, you please, know? please, could you? I you go off, you go off, uh, you go off Facebook Live, and Sean just, just freaking let's lose. Doesn't even know what's going on anymore. Nah, dude, I... we're still going, bro. We're still going. Understood. Uh, Celtics, are we looking behind or are we looking ahead here? They play the box again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jet, Jet T coming back? No, no. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I was about to go off on you. Right. Hey, and uh, still in Milwaukee, it's like ground. Why we look? Why we do that? That makes no sense. Yeah, wouldn't it be really funny if uh, Mo Wagner misses the game-winning three in the quarter? That would be crazy. <laughs> oh no, no, no! He hits the game-winning three in the quarter. That would be wild. Oh, no, I think I think I say no on it's... the floor for a game. No, it would have been it would have been funny if he missed it, and then Sean on the next episode would be like, "Yo, what's good with these Germans? I don't know how to make fucking last-second shots. What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. They just go Wagner, right. by the way. Yeah, this Sean Wagner, 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 like like Volts Wagner, like Volts, like Volts I can already hear from you. Is it like? uh uh, Daniel Weiss. <laughs> oh man, totally different yeah. word. I mean, totally different yeah, letter. It's not. A, it's not even. A, there's no W in that bitch, bro. Yeah. Understood. At first, at first, before I, before <laughs> before I knew he was German, I thought it, I thought it was Theus when he first got signed. It's uh, like Reggie. <laughs> yes. Reggie Just Reggie like Reggie. Rosier used to call him Theus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all called him weird names before he came over. Uh, I remember I, I interviewed him. Said that. I go, I, I go, why? He just goes, I don't know. <laughs> he was dead serious too. When you, when you, when you he was like, just a, he said, "I just, I just started calling him one day. I just, I, I never stopped." That's, right. that's the most tunest thing to ever do. Yeah, no, know what it is? I bet you he he thought that's how you say it, and he's like, "You know what? I'm just gonna keep calling you that." And that was, like, I don't want to, I don't want to admit that I was wrong. Exactly. Right. Like uh, this dude in middle school. Uh, <laughs> this dude's name was was, was Socrates, and <laughs> the teacher teacher used to call him Socrates. <laughs> 
It's so crazy. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Ron. <laughs> and, uh, and then, you know, the funny, the funny part is if, fucking if someone else called that, like if so one of us called that, he would immediately correct them. We're like, bro, you call him that every day. <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's my nickname for him, right? Don't don't disrespect him like that. Uh, Socrates, uh, what's up, Socrates? Hey, Socrates, please. D <laughs> D nice. Uh, yeah, at that point, I would just look. Up, so you did? You don't know Greek gods? You didn't read that? You know right. the mythology? Isn't this fucking you know literature? What the fuck's going on? He <laughs> <laughs> was a philosopher, not a god. You fucking dumbass motherfucker. I mean, not of God. Yeah, philosopher. Excuse me. Oh yeah, excuse me. You fucking, oh, Zeus wrote fucking. Well, no, the I, know he's a, I know he's a real person, Sean. I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Why you believe in Zeus and all that? Yo, imagine if that was my religion. If I just believed in like the Greek gods of fucking mythical times of like Mount Olympus. Yeah, Mount Olympus. No, that's that's not a thing, though. It is a thing. No, it's not. Is there a group of people that no, no, it's not. Seriously, I'm sure. There, I'm sure there's there's a couple. You mean like, what's that? What, what's like what's that religion? People pray to Zeus. Yeah, yeah when what's, I was, the, what's the uh, what's the religion that uh that Tom Tom Cruise is or oh, used to wow. be in? Scientology. Scientology. No, they're not praying to Zeus, bro. No, no they but, play alien gods. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. all those are they're, they're, con- guy, they're, they're constellations. Guy. They're constellations in the sky. All those what, what, what we're talking about here. Yo, you know what's mad funny? When I used like when I was like twelve, I used to think Greek Orthodox churches meant that they believed in like Zeus and shit. So exactly what we're talking about. That's what that's why that's what you brought it up. <laughs> no, that's what you brought it up. Yeah, exactly. He just came full circle with that. He's like, uh, full disclosure, I actually thought that was a religion. <laughs> well, that's a Sean move for sure. Like when he thinks that like when he catches someone else making the same mistake, instead of throwing sip. He puts them on the spot, and that's yeah. his thing. Yeah. It's almost like he was waiting to be like, no, it was just me? All right, I ain't, ain't going to say nothing. Yeah. And his face <laughs> lights up. Like, it wasn't just me, this guy. Look at this motherfucker. He's making the same thing in front of my eyes right now. <laughs> right in front of my eyes. Huh? Yep. I can correct him. I can save him, but nope, I do. Nope. This wait, 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 wait. So so you you like, you put the person on the spot right there. You think? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Did you think people believe in Zeus? You thought Zeus hey, was, a, was a god for everybody? I don't, I don't think you heard. Joel, come here. Did you hear what you just said? Guys, guys, gather around. Like, just make the dude look like an idiot. Uh, yo, I, 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 I bet you that there are people that do believe in that shit. They believe in everything, bro. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, yeah. let's look ahead. Yeah, right? Something fucks again. Uh, oh, but it's, it's funny that you bring up you bring up Greek mythology because is it a Greek Independence Day on Friday? Yeah, it is. Oh, we're fucked then. Why do we? Onto <laughs> <laughs> on the Kumbo's about to go off. <laughs> Fuck, his brother's gonna get minutes that game, bro. <laughs> probably, probably. You're right, bro. It's not senior night, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two Greek people on the team. Minutes <laughs> to make everyone play. play. <laughs> Costas Kofas ain't gonna freaking get on a team. Greek Independence Day contract, bro. It's Greek Independence Day. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, I brought my flag and everything. Let me play. Let me play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my, my mom. My mom's in the crowd. For God's sakes. 
drunk or I was like, actually, my last contract. Actually. <laughs> Specifically stated that that could but not I work. Increase, actually. Actually, that's how I got my last contract. <laughs> All right. All right. Bucks on Greek independence. Jesus Christ. Mark that down as an L. Damn. When's French Independent Day? When's when? When's France's Independence Day? Oh. Whatever. Um, keep going. I'll, I'll Google that. All right. Hopefully it falls on the 30th, bro. Everyone knows that kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, hopefully that's. That doesn't even sound like. No, I don't think France has ever been non-independent, so I don't even think they would have an Independence Day. Like, no one's ever conquered France. All right, they were the ones conquering. <laughs> like, you know, World War II happened, but, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think they're celebrating Independence Day after that, you know what I mean? Uh, technically, it would be July 14th. I don't know. What is it? July 14th. So what, what's, what's up with French France's Independence Day? That's the National Day of France when they celebrated... Um, Bastille Day, B A S T I L L E. Oh, okay. I've heard of Bastille Day, and I've also heard of Ban Bastille. That's probably why. I oh, know wait, why. no, that was the big war, right? No, no. What's Bastille? Bastille uh, was actually uh, a type of boat that was really popular back in the French in the uh, late 1600s. It was uh, really uh, built of this like different type of wood that was really aerodynamic and was right, they're fucking lying actually too bro. I fucking hate you bro. It's the French <laughs> it's the French National Day, right? Dude, give me that forty seconds of my life back, bro. You're it's the French way. French National Day <laughs> is the anniversary of the storming of Bastille on July fourteenth. Yeah back in eighty nine. It was part of the French Revolution. Yeah. But it's not like Independence Day. It's like it's just it's just our national day. It's not an Independence Day. The French French Revolution is not about independence. That was about anarchy, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's, called, it's just called. Yeah. It's just called National Day. They just end up. They just celebrate that they're that they're French. I don't know. That they're French. Yeah. No, that they fucking won pretty much. Right. They fucked everyone's life up. That's what it's it the is. National Day of France. That's all it is. Is that when they chopped so, that guy's head off? Say that again. That the day they chopped the king's head off. Eh. I don't see that. We we'll have to no, keep further reading this, but uh, well, yo, Sean, yo, Sean, you literally like defined the term of looking behind, bro. We went all the way to the 1700s. <laughs> uh, you know, when you talk you about, look ahead, please look ahead. All right, well, talk about looking ahead. Uh, we're looking all the way to all the way to Saturday, back to back. No Kemba. Al Horford did not get moved at the trade deadline. No, he did not. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, Celtics travel to OKC. See old friend Big Al, who who didn't get moved, and actually I didn't even hear a fucking peep. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. No. no rumors, no nothing. Yep. No, not even like, not even like, uh, like not yet. Yeah, not a single rumor came out of that, which is crazy. Um, not even like they're shopping him around. No. Nope. Yeah, the Thunder, the Thunder were um, were a little bit active. Uh, they did uh, deal George Hill, though. We talked about George Hill, one of our TPE episodes. Uh, they did deal George Hill to uh, the 76ers. Good for them. That was their consolation oh, prize for not trading. Oh, what are, we, uh, are we looking ahead or are you are you pointing out shit that we might have missed? What's going on? Oh. Joel, are you going to stand for this year? Eh, any other day I wouldn't, but today, eh. 
And there's no fucking way that George Hill to the 76ers is in Joel's in case you missed it. Uh, no, because I thought we were going to like talk about other trades. but No, yeah. because you're still riding it, bro. We know that. <laughs> no, man. Got it already. I'm already. I got it all ready to go. Well, uh, the next next game on the sketch, the old sketch for the Celtics is uh, the Pelicans come to Boston. Starts there. Ooh. Oh. That was awful. What? A se- the first of a seven-game homestand? Yeah. This will be the first game that the uh, fans here return to the Garden. Oh snap! Fans are back. Yeah, guess how much? Guess how much tickets are? The cheapest ticket. Uh, I'm gonna have to send one. I'd like eighty bucks. <laughs> Try like two times that, three times that. For this game, I was looking. I I figured this game would be Boston. Like, I didn't even look. I didn't even look, but I could have got yeah. tickets the other day for like a hundred and twenty bucks in the bowl. I didn't think that was bad for a Pelicans game. No, not for the Pelicans. Not for the oh. first game back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, ta- I I'm talking about the first the- game. I'm talking about the first game back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah, they stick their dick out on Facebook and shit and say, oh, it's not the game. That's probably what they pay. I-, I hope I hope they don't, but okay. Well, if they do, they better have a mask on it, you know? Facebook better censor that. <laughs> you're in the TD Garden, all right? Cock mask? Mask at all times. Jeez. Uh, so, hey, Lonzo Ball did not get traded. This is the weirdest looking ahead of all time. J.J. Reddick did. Look at this transition, guys. J.J. Reddick got traded from the Pelicans, too. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. And that's who the Celtics play after the Pelicans <laughs> on Wednesday. They uh, second game of the homestand, Luka and uh, and J.J. And <laughs> <laughs> comes to Boston. You could have said any other player. You're like, and uh, J.J. <laughs> We talk about we make we I make the Stacy Keebler joke every week on the show. Every week. <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Could have said uh, you know, Richardson, there's a, there's a few options you had there. You could have fucking said uh, you could have said Porzingis for God's sake. Yeah. Porzingis. No, what, what how do you say it? Por- because, Porzingis. Porzingis, yes. <laughs> because Luca and his new teammate JJ and uh, right, know, he, JJ he, he paused he's like he's like Luca and uh his new running mate now? JJ <laughs> <laughs> He's like Sean Mary. I mean, uh, was it? <laughs> I said, I said, you know, I thought, I thought if anybody knew that the the Mavericks, the Mavericks roster, it was you, bro. I I do know the Mavericks roster, and uh, I do know that they're making a little playoff push, guys. He's like, I do know that Jason Kidd is not walking through that door. Yeah, the uh, the it's been, long, it's been a long, long, you know, run to try to get back to the finals. You know, Jason Terry is not walking through that door. <laughs> Tyson Chandler is not walking through that door. Bro. No. Oh, and, and here's here's sort of the funny thing, yeah. JJ Barea, JJ Barea, actually, he might be walking through that door. Is he still kicking around in, in the NBA? JJ, JJ, uh, but listen, <laughs> if they do come through that door, they'll be old and wrinkly. All right, they won't be productive. Yeah, he they, didn't say he didn't say gray because they're bald. Actually, Tyson's Chandler's still on the team, right? Or was that last year? That was the Rock. That, that was the Rock. Was that the line, Joel? They'll be gray and bald. Is that what he said? No, no, they'll be gray and old. Gray and old. That's right. Yeah, yeah. gray and old. Yeah, the Celtics. Wait, they just throw shade. Unnecessary shade. Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway. My exclusive one-on-ones with NBA players and NBA coaches, including this one with Marcus Smart. Is that an opinion you share with a lot of other people around the league? That that yeah. star treatment in sense of like some an incident like that? Yeah, I mean I think I think it's it's 
just one of the elephants in the room. We know it. We see it. Right. I mean, it's obvious, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been obviously for years. You know, this is how it works. Head to patreon.com slash causeway and check out one-on-one with Joe Sway and, of course, the Causeway After Show. Celtics have, have a one-game advantage over the Pelicans and Thunder right now, guys. That's it. So, there's that. Uh, and... Sounds like a 500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, there we go. You got Bucks, you got Thunder, you got Pelicans, you got Mavericks. Uh, what are we thinking? Four games? What do we got? Um, no Kemba, right? In the second, that second game? Uh, 3-1. Okay. One and three. Okay. I'm going to go Evan 4-0. Hey! <laughs> I was wondering how, how creative he's going to get with this this prediction. Yeah, but I do think they could, they, you know, honestly, the Mavericks, yeah, the Mavericks are good. They obviously beat us on the last game. Buzzer, you should beat the Bucks again. Oh, it's Greek Independence Day. <laughs> No, they're going to lose, man. I'm telling you, they're going to lose all those games. They're the only one they're going to win. Tough one. That's a fucking tough one. Great independence day. Yo, it's a wrap. Friday night in Milwaukee, bro? No. Nah, yeah, they, 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 they lose to the Bucks and they win out because Fournier is going to go off for these three games after that, after the Bucks game, after uh-huh. at the Greek independence day. I don't know. I don't know. I like the chance against OKC. It's about it. I mean... I don't really like their chances against OKC because it's a bad game. And Milwaukee's going to be. So even if you get a nice game. Oh, no, no, no. Who's after OKC? No, now OKC. Who's after OKC? The Pelicans. That's what I meant. Sorry. Pelicans. I think it's going to be tough, but I think they'll they'll beat the Pelicans. It's not the second night of a back to back. And I just think that Dallas matchup is just, that's just brutal. I'll put it this way that that Pelicans game is going to start a seven game stretch that the Celtics need to legitimately go 7-0 and or 6-1 and on. And if they don't, they pretty much could probably call any type of playoff success that they could call it at this point. If they don't, if they don't take advantage of a seven-game homestand uh, this close to the, you know, towards the end of the season when they need big wins and the games they're going to be playing, they're not against world beaters. It's probably two, two or three good teams in that seven games that they should that they should step up against because they're they're on they're at home. So you know, we'll see what happens with the Bucks and Thunder. But then after that, they know they know more they know more what ifs on this team. You know, after after these two games, so we'll see. All right, cool, good job, Sean. Somewhat. No, man, we had some we had some Greek, Greek, we had some Greek mythology talking there. Yeah. We had you know. See what makes the episode that was every team that the Celtics are playing against, they either made a move or or, or or two, and it was it was a good linkage. I like this, Sean. Thanks, bro. I even bring I didn't even bring PJ Tucker up once. No reason to, but good thing you didn't. All right, let's wrap up the show the way we wrap up every single episode here on College Street. We'll take our trip around the NBA. Joel, in case you missed it, Joel, what we miss? I know we missed a lot. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. The Raptors did not move yo, Kyle Lowry. How did that happen? How did that not happen? Yo, Jeez. He was even convinced that he was going to get moved. I mean, he was somewhat, you know, semi-emotional, you know, on, on Wednesday night. He got a call from Drake in the middle of his uh, post-game press conference there. He was getting, like, his 
his good like his it was like a like a farewell, even though they were playing in Tampa and not in Toronto. You're getting slaughtered. Yeah. yeah, he's got tired now, right? He can't play again for Toronto. <laughs> oh, that, like, he's like he's like I was hundred percent sure I was gone. Now I'm not. So how the fuck do I? How do I? How, how, how do I make this awkward season even more awkward by by like, still playing? Uh, buy me out or like what? They, they trade. I know, right? They traded like Norman Powell, and it's just like all right. They, they're kind of you know making some moves here. They, they don't think they're gonna go for it. Now it's like all right, guys. I think we're gonna try to maybe go for it. You know, it's like how do you? Like, who do you think they were asking for from the Lakers that was such like a a, a no? You know? I think I think he was. I think I think how oh well, I originally was uh, con- convinced that he was gonna go to Miami. You know, obviously Miami pulled off the trade with Oladipo, and then I was like, okay, so Philadelphia's in a mix, and then they got George Hill, and it's like, all right, so who the hell else is, is gonna go? Yeah, I, thought, I thought that was a sure thing. Yeah, the yeah. Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. I'm surprised Lakers didn't do any moves. Yo, but if I'm the Lakers, I mean, I was talking about this today earlier. Like, wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't you trade Schroeder for Lowry? Like, you wouldn't trade that to to go into the. No, because isn't Schroeder? Didn't he get an extension with the Lakers? If I'm not mistaken. But wouldn't you rather have Lowry, uh, Anthony Davis? First year. What do you mean? This is first year. Yeah. No, I know, but like they replaced maybe... they replaced Rondo with him. Yeah, but maybe Toronto doesn't want like that that contract. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I think they wanted to put Larry next to him. Oh, that yeah, that or, might or, or have another scoring weapon, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm I'm saying that. Uh, but uh, if I was Toronto, Toronto I, I would have pulled the trigger on that. I, I replaced Larry with Schroeder. Same, yeah, definitely. You definitely yeah. do that ten day, ten times out of ten. I mean, I mean that's what that's what I thought. Like Sean meant when he said that that I would do that. Like I thought you were talking about Toronto. So obviously they. Oh no, the Lakers too. I mean, if I'm the Lakers and I'm going, I'm going after it this year. And I know, I know LeBron and AD are obviously battling injuries, and you got a playoff proven guy that can come in and you know, actually score like forty points a night. Schroeder's not put up forty points in any game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ari can't. You know, he yeah. can take over. Hey, so I don't. Know, I would take him over Schroeder and and see what happens with the rest of the team. But you know, the Lakers are Lakers. All right, in case you missed it, lemon pepper Lou. Back hey. in Atlanta, back oh, back shit. at Magic City after getting traded for Rajon Rondo. Rondo's heading back Man. to LA, going to the Clippers. Man, good and Lou yeah. is going to be a frequent visitor <laughs> of Magic City once again. Yeah, how, how, he's throwing how, racks. He's throwing racks. You already know, sweet Lou, back in back in ATL to stay for good hometown. And you girls? know they're gonna put that 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 right back on the menu. You know his flavor right back on the menu. How many girls are you gonna have? Yo, I'm going ATL next week, motherfucker. I can't wait. I'm a, man. Maybe, you know what? Maybe I'm run not, into Luke. I'm not, I'm not gonna go to a game because I uh, I checked the schedule. They're on, they're on the road, unfortunately. But I got I got to explore. I got to explore the city. I got to see what, what Atlanta is all about. Yeah, just go to Magic City, bro. I will 1,000 percent do that, and I'll let you guys know. <laughs> I'll have a really funny story when I get back. Yo, it's crazy because uh, the Clippers. I've already made reservations. No, I'm just kidding. The Clippers, the Clippers that originally wanted Rondo in the offseason, and they offered him like maybe like two million dollars, you know, the veteran minimum. And obviously, he elected to go to 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 Atlanta because they were giving him a seven million, so a fourteen million dollar contract. And now the Clippers are like, all right, fine, I guess we'll pay that. <laughs> He's like, told you, told you. Yeah, I think Lou. I think Lou was. You want to let Paul George be a little PG on more ways than one. Yeah, I think Lou is sort of done, though. I think this is sort of like you know. Yeah, it's been a down year for him, and um, you see, you see, you know, shit on Twitter like, oh, that was 
you know, they're going to lose some scoring. And, and no, but I think in the playoffs, he proved, Rondo proved <laughs> still, last year. And, and yeah, he's proved him time and time again. Playoff Rondo, baby. You can't, you can't lose with playoff Rondo. And I you know as great as Patrick Beverly is, I think uh, having Rondo, you know, run things from time to time is not a Dude, bad what? idea. What I think Rondo's an instant starter on that team. I think I know, that moves I know. Too, right? <laughs> yeah, my... but what happened? Like sometimes I wonder if like did that team split with with Doc? You know, were were our players on that team like you know what? I, They're saying I, that you know Doc getting into Doc wasn't the move, while other players are like no, that was the move. We're better this way. I don't know. It's weird. I, I can't call uh, it Clippers team. I think it's when ha- Montreal went to the Lakers, bro. Like if you think about it, that Patrick. That's, that's a big. That that's a big. Yeah. Like. Uh, you know, had Montreal team with uh, who was on that team, and they were like, they didn't have nobody, bro. And yeah, then but, they, Mon- but Montreal's not doing that great with the Lakers either, because hey, no, because he's he he was part of that system, that like you yeah. know tough system. And then when they added Kawhi, it was like, and Paul George was like, oh shit, they didn't even have to give up too much. But yeah, I I, uh, I think that that whole thing just sort of saw its course with with those. I don't know. I think I think honestly, the coronavirus killed that team seriously because they were. They were just they were just starting to get into the groove. Yep, yeah, big time. I mean, they started out the year. They started out the year pretty well. I mean, they've only kind of recently kind of dipping a little bit, but they're still you know hanging on to to you know third, fourth, and they, you know, it is what it is. It's not as bad as it, it may appear, but anyways. In case you missed it, Austin. Yeah, that's that goes without saying, Sean. Come on, man. I've had enough of your your negativity, man. You were just getting off of that. Right. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Greek mythology and all that. You know, I was like, oh, okay, Sean, looking, you know, positively. But no, you talking you, about Zeus. Talking about Zeus. You know, his god. You know, come on. Don thought that Socrates was a freaking was a was a was a Greek god. Bro. No, no, you can't. No, that I've never thought. I've never thought that. Socrates, not Socrates, motherfucker, was a, was a Greek god. He's a philosopher. That's clear. There is day. <laughs> Yo, to this day, to this day, because I'm, I'm so Facebook friends with this dude, whenever I see his name, I, in my head, he's Socrates, bro. I say it like that. Socrates. Every time. <laughs> I should have him up. I know he remembers that shit because he low-key he low key hated it. I know he did. Of course he did. It's not his fucking name. <laughs> But he was left. Like, the first, the first week or first two weeks of school, he was like into it. But then he, you he know, died out real quick. Yeah, you know, yeah. the first couple of days of school, you know, I got old. I got old real quick. Everybody was calling you Joe Sue. Every teacher was like Joe Sue. Like you know, just like no. It's but not, they never did it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and I know right after you actually learned the name, they, you know, you know, teachers yeah. like write it down. All right, I gotta keep that in mind. My bad. He was like, no, but even so, that. So crates. Yells at you. It's Joe Sway. <laughs> <laughs> Make a mental note, but then no. But there's other guys because they all fucking they known you. Yeah, yeah, there's other guys still every fucking day. So crates, like, what are you? Are you doing this on purpose? Like, what the hell? <laughs> all right, in case you missed it, the Spurs have made it official. They bought out Lamarcus Aldridge, so he'll become a free agent after clearing waivers. Obviously, um, Lamarcus, don't listen to Sean. You and Boston belong together. Per team, well, terms of the deal were not disclosed. So. Woj was the one, and a few others released a report saying that the Miami Heat are in line, front runners, if you will, to sign Lamarcus Aldridge once he clears waivers. Let's see how true that is, because the Celtics obviously are in the mix. 
I think it's mad true. All right. In case you missed it, the Oklahoma City Thunder have waived Myers Leonard per the athletic. Surprise, surprise. I mean, at least Miami uh, took advantage and got something in return for the douchebag. But OKC said, peace out. He's done. Great. Nice job, Myers. You fucking. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And in case you missed it. You anti-Semitic mother. You racist cocksucker. You you know, though, you know, though, though, like, honestly, the more I thought about it, like, you know, a lot of people get second chances, but, you know, maybe he doesn't need a second chance. You know, he's not the league. I mean, he is, right? I, I, like this is the this is the one league you just. Who the hell, I mean, he's been waived. Who the fuck's gonna sign him? Plus, he's coming off an injury. He's, he had he had surgery from, on his shoulder. So, how good is he really at this point? Yeah, it's crazy. All right. In case you missed it, T.J. Warren is officially going to miss the rest of the season. He went uh, surgery back on January fifth to repair a stress fracture in his left foot, and there was uh, I guess hope that he would return before the season ended and. Pacers released a statement saying that, no, that won't be the case. He's done for the rest of the year. Um, who's that? TJ Warren. Wow. Sean's like, I just picked him up. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I didn't pick him up, but uh, Pacers, Pacers are calling it quits right now, huh? Pretty much. No, I mean, I mean, you got, you know, LeVert just came back and you know, he's been balling. So maybe it's not all, it's not all said and done in, in Indiana. Oh, yeah, I forgot LeVert was coming back. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's it for uh, this trade deadline edition of In Case You Missed It. Check us out on uh, CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. And follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And hashtag stop Asian hate. And don't forget. Subscribe to our After Hours on our Patreon for some uh, exclusive content, obviously. And we, we just don't talk Celtics on there. We talk about all types of shit. So get on it because we're also giving away a jersey. So you want to be entered in the contest? Get up. You got, hey. you got to subscribe. Yeah, that's all it takes. Uh, one subscription, you're immediately entered to the contest. Uh, we're going to pull the raffle out at the end of this month. So, um, yeah, you still got plenty of time there to sign up. Yeah, That's even, all it takes. Can we get a Fournier jersey? He's going to be number 94. Yeah, it's 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 your choice. If you, if you, uh, if you want to uh, memorialize Tice, we'll do that. You know, we can send you that. We can get the TPE going, too. Yeah, you know, he normally wears number 10, but, you know, there's a guy by the name of Jojo White has that number retired. So, Yeah, but 11... I guess Pritchard, Pritchard won't give it up. Yeah, I'm just thinking of. Uh, man, ain't getting up the sticks, man. Ain't getting up the sticks. Got the sticks, kid. Why did he take twenty? Who? Because it's well, probably bad. It's probably a bad luck number at this point. Yeah, the curse of Ray Allen. No, I'm thinking of um, your boy. Well, I know, but yeah, but the be- yeah, the beginning of that would be. Well, I mean, I don't remember Ray uh, fucking up his ankle. <laughs> we fucking left the Celtics, bro. He said, "Yeah, I got you." <laughs> he cursed that number by leaving the Celtics. Yeah, I got you. Uh, at least he completed his his contract obligations. Not like Mister Hayward, who had one more year left and he fucking opted out. So whatever. Well, you know, um, the Celtics didn't want him. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what it came down to. All right, we're not doing this. We're out of here. Until next week, take us out on Patreon. Uh, for real, great content, uh, brand new stuff. Um, and of course, you can win a free jersey. The clock's ticking, right? Man, it's almost April. See you. Bye. All right, later. Bye. Right.